0: Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to breakfast and a class. So uh, I, I, uh, there was a rabbi, you know, it's hard to understand how difficult, uh, how difficult life was in Spain in the 15th century. You know, we think of Spain, the golden era of Spain, but the golden era of Spain was definitely before the 14th century. In the 15th century, from 1391 till 1492, it really wasn't so easy. There was a very famous rabbi. His name was Rabbi Yitzhak Arama. Rabbi Yitzhak Arama was born in 1420 in Spain. In 1492, he ran to Portugal, and from Portugal, he settled in Naples, Italy, where he died in 1494. He's very famous. He's the author of a book called Akedat Yitzhak. Akedat Yitzhak is, is really is a book of, uh, of Derashot on each of the... Uh, it's a commentary on the, on the Torah, and it's a book of Derashot that he has. The Chida says that all the writings of the Darshanim drink from Arama's faithful water. It's interesting that his son, his son Meir Arama, who ran with him and settled with him in Naples, accused Don Yitzhaka Barbanel of plagiarism and saying that everything he wrote he took from my father. But this guy was an amazing, brilliant, 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 uh, brilliant person. He was a philosopher. Uh, he studied the Rambam, and he said the problem was the people who studied the Rambam and tried to write about the Rambam didn't know what they were talking about. Um, and uh, he gives very interesting uh, very interesting ways of looking at things that many that many Darshanim take. So I, I heard from Rabbi Friend, he was talking about, from this week's parasha, about Birkha Kohanim. And we have in this week's parasha, bar, parasha kohanim, Birka Kohanim. And he says, you know, he talks about the Ashkenazim, and the Ashkenazim, unfortunately, in Chutz La'aretz, most of the, the Ashkenazim synagogues, they only do Birka Kohanim on the, on the Shalosh Regalim, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. And, and, and so they don't get the opportunity. He says that, you know, you have to travel to Eretz Yisrael to do it, but then he says you don't. He says anyone who wants to be able to get Birkaram koanim should go to a Sephardic Minyan. And he says even there in, uh, in Baltimore, in near Yisrael, what they had is they had a Sephardic Minyan with the Persians at the time when he, when he gave the class. And he said uh, there were mainly Persians, but others who came. And he said that very often, he said when you had rabbis such as Rav Simcha, Rav Simcha Zissel Brody, the, from the Hebron of Rosh Yeshiva, he would come and he wanted to hear uh, Birkaku Anim. He's used to hearing it every day in Eretz Yisrael. He would go, uh, he would go with Rabbi Neuberger and they would go to the Sephardic Minyan in, uh, to hear uh, Birkaku Anim. But it's interesting, so we, we look at Birkaku Anim and, and he quotes this Sefer Akedat Yitzchak, and I pulled up the Sefer Akedat Yitzchak on my phone. It's just unbelievable the derashot he gives. Uh, just, uh, to, maybe it's something we should start learning. And he, he says, when it comes to Birqa Kohanim, he asks five questions. And it's five questions that you, don't, you didn't think about until he asked these questions. He says, the, the first question, why do we need the Kohanim to give us blessings? The Ribbon O'Shel Alam is the source of all blessings. Why should we need Kohanim to be a conduit for the blessing? He says, in today's efficient society, everything you want is direct. You want direct connect. So direct connect with Hashem, why do we need... The, uh, the Kohanim in the middle He teaches that the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah tells us That the Kohanim cannot add personal blessings to Birka Kohanim You could only give the blessing exactly as it's written in Parshat Naso The Gemara quotes the Pasuk which says Do not add to the matter that I command you, do not detract So it's a biblical Pasuk which prohibits any Kohan from deviating from the Pacific that the specific Barakha in this week's Shah. Hashem is already giving the Kohanim license to bless. So why not say, whoever increases better, why can't? If you're already telling the Kohan he could bless, why not let him add a little more? And it's very interesting because I know there's some people, and especially I know in the city there's certain people, every time we finish Birqa Kohanim, because I'm standing there next to the Kohanim, there's a couple of guys, they stand and they wait to say, Chazak Baruch. To the Kohen. And I asked the guy, why is it so important to say Chazak or Baruch to the Kohen? So he tells me, so the Kohen should answer me, Chazak ve'ematz. So I says, he says, because the Kohen is giving blessings, at that moment, I want the extended blessing from the Kohen. He says, there's some people, they say, Yashar koach, right? And he says, and he says, and the, the, the Kohen is going to answer, Baruch ti'yeh. He says, is that a problem? Of the Kohen adding to the blessing Where he's not permitted to add to the blessing Number three The Sefer Charedim holds That not only is it a mitzvah for the Kohanim To bless B'nai Israel But it's also a mitzvah for B'nai Israel To be blessed by the Kohanim He says it seems odd You want want a blessing Why would it be required to go And stand there and get the blessing the next he says, in the text of Birka Kohanim, we have Hashem's name three times. Yivarechecha Hashem, right? Ya'er Hashem, Isa Hashem. He says, and you have to recall that in the Ber HaMikdash, when they said Hashem's name, they said the Shema Miforash, the Kohanim, when they said Hashem's name. They said it loud. So he asked the question, why is it necessary? If you're giving a blessing, why do I have to repeat Hashem's name three times? Can't I just give the whole blessing? From Hashem, period. It's all connected. It's very few words in any event. Finally, he says, What's the meaning of the last line of Bitka Kuhanim? What is the last line? I'm going to place my name. You they shall place my name upon Bini Israel, I will bless them. So the question is, who's blessing Israel here? The Kohen or Hashem? It's unclear. So the Akedat Yitzhak explains. That every single blessing that we say normally in our day Begins Baruch Atah Hashem And he asked the question What does it mean? Baruch Atah Hashem So if we go and we open the old Spanish Portuguese uh, uh, Sidur with the English translation It says, blessed art thou You know, blessed art thou, O Lord, whatever And if we look in the more contemporary It says, blessed are you However, these translations according to Rabbi Arama do not reflect the true meaning of Baruch Hata Hashem. Both Rabbeinu Bahya on the Chumash and the Akedah Yitzchak here and in many other early commentaries write something that Rabbi Avitan always said. He said the expression Baruch comes from the Hebrew word Berecha. Berecha is a brook, water. It's a flowing of water. He says, what does Baruch Hashem mean? It means ribono shel olam. It means the creator of the world. You are the source of all blessing. So when I say baruch ata Hashem, I'm saying I recognize that Hashem is the creator of the world, the source of all blessing, and He gives me this banana to eat. Because He says that He wants us to know that every single... Every single piece of fruit, every single apple, every single banana, every single piece of salami, every single piece of bread we eat comes from Hashem. A person has to realize when he's saying bracha, it's not me, it's not my money, it's not my talent. Whatever I have has nothing to do with me. It all comes from you. That's the declaration, baruch ata Hashem. Hashem, you are the source of everything. If someone gives you a present, you don't say thank you for the present. They don't want to give you the present again. So therefore, when we, before we eat, we have to declare, I'm not blessing Hashem that He gave me this. I'm declaring to myself that I should remember that everything I have comes from God. He says, if this is what brachot are all about, he says, what is birka about? He says, it's not a blessing. This is what Rabbi Arama suggests in Akedat Yitzchak. He says, it's not a blessing from the Kohanim. Kohanim do not give blessings. Only, who can give blessings? Hashem. He says, rather, B'chad Kohanim, he calls it a Musar Shmuz. He says, (laughs) Yevarechecha Hashem, A person should know that blessing and everything else comes from Hashem. Ya'er Hashem. He says, Yisa Hashem. Do you want anything in the world? The Kohen is coming to remind you every single day that you should know that it comes from Ribbono Olam. That is why the text repeats and emphasizes the name of Hashem with each sentence. With this understanding, suggests the rabbi, it becomes very clear why the Kohanim cannot add another blessing of their own. We cannot give the impression that it is the Kohanim who are the source of the blessing. A Kohen who would say, I'm going to go ahead and give another beracha," is defeating the whole purpose of Birka Kohanim. On the contrary, he says, the lessons of Birka Kohanim are, there's no other source of Berakha other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, this also explains the opinion of the Haredim, that there is a mitzvah on Kalal Yisrael to hear Birkat Kohanim. Previously, we don't understand why you have to command someone to go get a blessing. A blessing is his benefit. He says, no, because people don't want to hear Musar. They don't want to hear someone tell them, this is what you should do in life. He says, the Kohanim are not getting up on the platform and dispensing blessings. He says, the Kohanim are dispensing advice. They're dispensing Musar. They're telling the audience, listen, you may be a millionaire. You may be sitting on top of the world now. But it did not come from you. <laughs> this is Rabbi Fred. You are a klutz. <laughs> as easily as you are the millionaire and he's the pauper, he could be the millionaire and you could be the pauper. Things are the way they are because Hashem wants it that way. Do I need to hear a Musa Shmuz every single day? I'm not interested in that. Therefore, the rabbis come and say, it's a mitzvah to hear that Musa Shmuz every single day. It's a mitzvah to be blessed. Finally, this explains why Birka Kohanim ends with the words, And you will place my name upon B'nei Israel, and I will bless them. Once they repeatedly hear, Yevarechecha Hashem, Ya'ir Hashem, Yisa Hashem, and we understand that the source of all blessings is Hashem, that we understand what Baruch means, and we know what a is, then I'm going to be able to bless them. Only once they understand that Hashem is the source of the blessings and they appreciate Hashem is the source of the blessings, then the blessings come. It's a whole different understanding of Birka Kohanim. Kohanim are not giving away free gifts. They're not giving out free blessings. They're teaching us what we need to know, that Hashem is the source of all blessings in the world. And once we accept what the Kohanim are saying, in those three, then the fourth sentence comes to, comes to fruition, where Hashem says, ah, you understand that the source is Hashem, you understand it's not coming from you, you understand it's not, yadi. then I could bless you. Baruch Adonai Amen So the extra blessing probably, you could understand why, so he's explaining why. Remember, this is only one opinion of the Akedat Yitzchak. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting way of looking at Rikaku Hanim, different than we than we typically look at Rikaku Hanim. You say Kaddish. We, we, we have this Rabbi Frame. Oh, the Akedat Yitzchak. I was looking up. Rabbi, friend. Rabbi to Rabbi and Barakish Tabak, Bihari, Tramavi, and Hamatad, and with Amen. 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 Amen ye hela one of one the is stabra ben minkodama resh maya varam bab ba okay